of you that listened closely yesterday, you knew it was Alex's birthday today. And Alex, you woke up to a great birthday gift. And that was Cam Newton is back on a one-year $14 million deal. Let's break down the contract before we start saying $14 million is way too much. It's not $14 million. It's a $5 million base value, $2 million signing bonus, $1.5 million base salary guaranteed, $1.5 million in per-game roster bonuses, and the rest is all incentives for playoffs, Pro Bowl, All-Pro, MVP, Super Bowl, etc. That's where all. That's where the big is. That's $9 million in incentives. It's pretty much last year's deal, but on a $5 million basis. A very expensive birthday gift at that. You know what? I just, people are look see 14 mil, 13.6 million, whatever the, you know, Mike Reese wants to say that chapter, put the 13, whatever. That's how much a quarterback is nowadays. People don't realize that. And I don't want to dwell too much on the contract because that's you know that's because it's not as bad as people are making out to be it's just more and it's a it's a little bit more expensive and more incentive based than last year's contract that's exactly what it is and the only reason he gets the full 14 million if he looks like 2015 2016 cam newton that's the only way he gets the full deal right and i don't i don't really want to spend too much time talking about the contract it's these people who are up in arms who are jumping up and down, who are shocked that the Patriots re-signed Cam Newton. I mean, really? I mean, How hello? could you be what, surprised? What? Who, who is surprised by this? Who the who, hell would want to come here? Who wants to throw to an aging 34-year-old Edelman coming off another knee surgery, Jacoby Myers, Demir Byrd, and Nikhil Harry? Who, who gets excited about this? Let's think back at Matt Stafford. His only request from the Lions was they don't trade him to the Patriots. I mean, sure, maybe Patricia influences a little bit, but his only request was Patriots, man. How are you surprised about this? I, it really I, I, it I makes no sense to me. You know, if you really thought that they were going to trade for Jimmy Garoppolo or they were somehow going to land Deshaun Watson, whatever it may be, you're out of your damn mind, simply put. Cam Newton was... From the day he said they, that, well, since the day they announced that they were going to part ways, it was glaringly obvious this guy was going to be back on the roster next year. Glaringly obvious. I mean, you see how him and Bill talk about each other. They love each other. It's a damn affair. <laughs> it really is. I mean, look at Cam. He's smoking the cigar, and that he'd always like hotbox in the room smoking a cigar. He's like, oh, Bill's cool as shit. They, they rave about each other. They love each other. And that kind of brings me in to what I think's going on here. You know, maybe they do go with Cam Newton. And we've seen what Cam Newton can do. And you know what? I'm going to back up quick. Cam Newton, if there's anyone that's going to succeed with this little amount of weapons, it's Cam Newton. Yes, he was arguably one of the worst starters last year. Ten interceptions. Or ten, ten interceptions to what? Uh, eight eight touchdowns. 2,600 yards passing. I mean, not a good year. But if you look back, no, if we look back to 2015, 2016, Cam Newton, and again, that Cam Newton could very well be gone, burned, gone, never to be seen again. Let's look who he was throwing to. Corey Brown, Ted Ginn, Jericho Cotchery, Greg Olson, Devin Funches, Ed Dickerson. That was, that was his weapons. Tell me where one of those guys catches your eye. 
Greg Olson, Ted Ginn. I mean, in that year, Ted Ginn only had seven yards. It was all. And, you know, he didn't really have weapons. That team went 15 and 1. Cam Newton really has never been surrounded by great weapons. And do you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's a certain, he's a winning quarterback. I mean, I think we've established that. He he can bring a team, he can get a team where they, you know, it's a promise land. I know it's cliche, but <clears throat> wow, I didn't really know what to say. I almost coughed up a lung there. Cam Newton's a winning quarterback, there's no doubt. It's just whatever Cam you want to see, he had more weapons in Carolina. I mean, there's no secret there. Who was he throwing to oh, last let's year? See. You, want, you, had, had you want the numbers? For three and a half you games. want the numbers. All right, ready? Listen to this. Jacoby Myers. He was their leading re- receiver with 729 yards, followed by Demir Bird with 604, Nikhil Harry with 309, Edelman with 315, Isaiah's Dante Moncrief for a cup of coffee with two recept- uh, two two targets, one reception and 15 yards. And then you have Ryan Izzo. That's it. That's it. That is all he had. And, yes, I get it. You know, you didn't see – Cam wasn't throwing the ball very pretty. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend like Cam was throwing dots like he was – like it was the receiver's fault. Yes, I mean, the lack of talent on the receiving side does play into it. But Cam was not threading the needle. He was not looking like the old Cam Newton, to say the least. He did not look good throwing the ball. But, but let's no, remember that this guy was supposed to miss the whole season due to a shoulder injury. So we need to remember this. And I'm not saying that he's going to flip a switch and look like the MVP cam. I mean, come on. Let's be realistic here. Five years ago? Six years six ago? Six years ago now. I mean, look about it. That It's Peyton Manning played his last game. And a shoulder and surgery. A shoulder surgery. And a shoulder surgery. Again, minimal weapons. I mean, you really can't expect that. But can we expect a little bit more than what we saw last season? I think absolutely. I think this team, I mean, to go 7-9 and nine with the weapons they had, they hit a league-high uh, eight opt-outs, I believe it was eight opt-outs, and those players included Dante Hightower, Patrick Chung, Marcus Cannon, even a receiver like Marquise Lee. I mean, once these guys kind of get everyone back on the field, their offensive line did great. They get their defensive opt-outs back. I mean, am I expecting them to be a Super Bowl contender again? No, but do I expect them to make noise? Absolutely. Oh, 100%. And you know what, though? The biggest problem with last year's team is they left so much to be desired. It was it was a they were frustrating. They were a very frustrating Absolutely. team. There's no doubt about that. There is no if and or but about that. And Alex, I, oh, excuse, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I, I know you hate those what if scenarios. But I mean, we always talk about it. Seattle, they win the Seattle game. What if they win the Kansas City game? All they all they gotta all they gotta do is run the ball to the right or a little play act. I mean, everyone and their maybe. mother knew they were gonna run that quarterback draw off the tackle there. Everyone knew Cam Newton was taking that yep. ball in. Right. I mean, that was just – it was so predictable. I, they, they kept running it. I mean, that what they ran it – they had to run it 10, 12 times against Miami in week one, and then week two. They That's how they scored earlier in the game. I mean, everyone saw that coming. Cam had two touchdowns off the same play, off the same draw. It was draw that same all. draw off the left tackle. I mean, look at they stacked the box. I mean, granted, it was on the one-yard line, but, I mean, got a guy to get creative there. But back to – back kind of on this year, I mean – This, to me, it was said that the Patriots are going really hard in pursuing draft, uh, drafting a quarterback. This, to me, seems like they're landing on the Trey Lance, who had his his pro day today and looks pretty damn good. 
Trey Lance. <laughs> You're not a fan. Do I? Do I really? I listen. I am a huge Ohio State guy. I wouldn't say huge. I am a. Uh, I, I enjoy watching Ohio State football. Is Trey Lance going to find his way to the New England Patriots at the 15th pick? I would be hard pressed to believe that the Patriots are A, going to gamble on him, and B, he's going to make it to 15. I do not see him. I mean, we know the consensus top picks Justin Fields, uh, your Ohio State boy, Mac Jones. uh, You could throw Trey Lance in there, Zach Wilson. And obviously Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, seemingly the consensus number one pick. I mean, Trey Lance, if you look at those names, Trey Lance is probably the bottom of them. Uh, it would probably go Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, if I had to rank them. Do you think Trey Lance would slip past the 15? Absolutely. So maybe do they move that 15th pick if Trey Lance is the guy? Again, you know, why if they're going to pursue Mac Jones? I mean, Mac Jones has been compared to Tom Brady the way he plays. He's a pocket guy. He's not a mobile guy. That's exactly. He's a complete opposite of Cam Newton, where more Trey Lance right. and Justin Fields even kind of play more in that Cam Newton play style. Do I think they get Justin Fields at 15? That's the thing that's tough is, you know what, I think we can rule out, well, Zach Wilson, I think he'll be gone before the 15th. Trevor Lawrence, obviously. He'll, he'll be too. He'll right, be Trevor Lawrence, three. Zach Wilson. So if we're looking, it'll be down to Mac Jones, Trey Lance, and Justin Fields. And by re-signing right. Cam Newton, I mean, you really think that's the guy that's going to mentor Mac Jones? I don't think so. I think you're looking more at a Justin Fields or, or a Trey Lance guy. Uh, and I want to correct myself. Trey Lance, obviously, not playing North for Dakota. Ohio State. I get him and Justin Fields mixed up. He is uh, over North Dakota. But as you look at these drafts here, I mean, you got Trevor Lawrence and you got Zach Wilson going one and two. There's no doubt. The, quarter, the worst team gets the best quarterback. That's going to be Jacksonville. And then the next team gets the second best. And I you mean, know what the thing is with – Zach with, Wilson played unbelievable. Right, and the thing with Urban Meyer going to Jacksonville, and that just kind of adds a whole other thing is, you know, will he take Justin Fields? No. That's no, on Zach Wilson not. or Trevor Lawrence. I think you have an argument to pick Zach Wilson over Trevor Lawrence, but Trevor Lawrence is clearly the consensus pick. He was the NCAA baby. He was the baby. He was the man going into this draft. And, I mean, he's got to be the number one pick. The only issue I see fit here is you have a team like Philadelphia. Future's in the air. Who really knows? They could go with fields. You get a team like Carolina. Teddy B up in the air. He could go there. Even Denver. Denver could shock everybody. Yeah. You got, I mean, the Giants. You got San Francisco. I don't think. I think Arizona set. Even Minnesota, they're kind of hanging around. Well, and he, and too. here's the thing with, so the, with I, especially with the quarterback position. I don't see Deshaun Watson being moved before the draft. I mean, you saw the Texans no, saying no today way. he's There's their starting no quarterback. You know what? I have. I really find it hard to believe they move him before training camp, and that's the problem. Is you know, there's going to be teams uh, like Miami, like different kind, like. What are they going to do with Tua? If they have a chance to get Deshaun Watson, they're going to move Tua, obviously, and that's been discussed hundreds of times. And so a team would go and get Tua. That just changes a bunch of the – it just changes the complete landscape for the quarterback uh, carousel this offseason. I mean, look, we'll see what happens. What are the Jets going to do with Sam Donald? Are they going to let him roll one more year? Or are they going to let him go? Are they going to trade him? Uh, Deshaun Watson, 
like we just said, I mean, when's he going to get moved? Is he going to get moved? Even a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo, and I think it's going to take a lot for the Niners to move Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't see it. I don't think they will. I think he's kind of getting a lot of heat saying that they are going to move him. I don't think so. But there's just so many there's so many situations. And once one of these quarterback falls, one of these established guys, these young guys, Jimmy Garoppolo, Deshaun Watson, whoever it may be, that's when the dominoes start to fall. It won't be falling with Cam Newton, Ryan Fitzpatrick. It'll be falling with these younger guys that are going to get the bag, essentially. Right. And like you said, I want to hint back to earlier what we talked about, the what-ifs. I mean, you look at Seattle. You look at the Seattle game, Kansas City, the Denver game out with COVID cam. You look at even the Buffalo game, cam fumbles in the red zone. I mean, what are we looking at there? Houston, the game at Houston, too. So we got, what, four games? Well, the five wins we're looking at? We flipped from seven and nine to uh, what? 12 Ele- and, 11 I mean, and five. I don't get too crazy. 11 and five. And it's not that crazy to think about. It really isn't. And uh, I don't mean to be the green team or I don't mean to be thumping the Patriot drum, but it's all true. And this is right in front of them. You get COVID cam for Kansas City and Denver, the fumble in Buffalo, Seattle, the run. It's just how this, how this folded out. And you know what? Whether or not they actually pick a quarterback with their draft pick, I'm still undecided, and I'm speaking right now. I'm not 100% sure if I even want to see Jimmy Garoppolo back. I, I mean, Alex, complete what makes you think that whip. Jimmy Garoppolo would do better with these weapons than Cam Newton does? I mean, seriously, what makes you think that? What? It, I mean, if the Patriots want to go the Patriot way and they want to get the pocket quarterback and they want to – Dink and dunk and, and check downs and well, unfortunately throws. for the Patriots, they're not going to find what another they Tom Brady. Do, that's not going to be they're Cam not. Newton. Well, I understand that. I understand that. But if they want to play their game, they want to play Patriots football. It's going to be Jimmy Garoppolo. It's not going to no. be. Cam I, I, I agree with that. But I mean, in terms of winning, I mean, what is bring to the table that Cam Newton doesn't? I mean, really. Uh, no, I and I, I agree with you on that. I'm just I'm not so sure if I'd actually want to move that pick. I mean, is Trey Lance? Is Justin Fields worth? If Justin it? Fields if, slips if, to 15, if I mean, who even knows pick. if they're going to pick at 15? Will they trade up? Will they trade back? Who knows what they're up to? Will, Will they, they trade, trade for, for Jimmy? Jimmy? And that's another Will thing with this Cam Newton contract. His teams might be more kind of more driven or more more willing to take a take a chance with Cam Newton. Because of how cheap his contract is, it's, right. it's completely incentive based, pretty much. I mean, like we just said, you get the five million. I mean, if you it's look at pretty it, much like all incentive based, which means a team really wouldn't be taking much of a cap hit taking them. So, do I see the five mil, and then and it's, right. it's game to game? So, I mean, it's it's, it's there's no money. And do to be I made think that the play. Patriots are done trying to make moves at quarterback? No, I mean, this guy's getting five million dollars. Patriots, what are they? They're third in the NFL in cast base with $68.9 million available. You got Trent Brown for dirt cheap. Now you got Cam Newton for five mil. I mean, really? I mean, you think they're done? I don't think so. And I think they still are yet to prioritize their number one issue, and that is wide receiver, like we touched on but uh, in former episodes, of course. But, I mean, do I think they're done at quarterback? No. And I, I think this Cam Newton deal is certainly interchangeable. Again, teams might be willing to take a shot with them. And, you know, it, it all leads to see what that draft pick will will end up with, whether or not we trade up or down. 
quarterback pick. Pick a quarterback. Pick a line. I don't know. Defense is still in shambles. I mean, they still have all the cap room. They have what closer to sixty million. I'm probably not closer sure to how, sixty now. Uh, if you got the five and Trent Brown, yeah, probably closer to sixty now. So what? Well, however, they still going to have top five cap space left in the league. You got to look to the open market. There's no doubt. You're not going to pick, you know, wide receivers and that they're going to slot in at the one and two spot right out of the draft. You're going to have to go for the guys like Kenny Galladay, Will Fuller, Corey Davis, Marvin Jones, even Kenny Galladay. The Lions didn't tag him. I mean, really, the teams that we the the receivers we are looking at: Chris Godwin, Allen Robinson, Kenny Galladay, Will Fuller, Juju, Corey Davis, Marvin Jones, Curtis Samuel, Nelson Aguilar, Sammy Watkins, T.Y. Hilton, A.J. Green. The only ones that are off that list right now are Godwin and Allen Robinson. And who's to say Allen Robinson won't be moved in a trade? I mean, he's liking tweets saying the franchise tag sucks and stuff. I mean, seriously, I mean, what means to think, do I think the Bears will move him? No, but is it a possibility? Absolutely. But still, outside of those two, I mean, he's a, Chris Godwin's another one. You had to know he wasn't leaving Tampa Bay. You had to know they were going to use the tag on him. If he wanted to win, he was going to stay there. It... it, it I mean, it, it was just it was it was bound to happen. But you look at all these other receivers. There's plenty of good receivers still out there for the Patriots. And then you look to the tight end spot. I mean, you guys got guys like Hunter Henry, John Smith, uh, Robert Tunyon is going to be a restricted free agent. So I'm not sure how exactly that boils down there. And you saw that guys like Kyle Rudolph, Leverett, who said he would be interested. I mean, anything, Kyle literally Rudolph. anything is. Any kind of tight end production, it would be a life changer for the Patriots. I mean, look at you got Dalton Keenan, Devin Asiasi, both the draft picks from last year. They combined for twelve catches, five yards, and a touchdown. I mean, anything, 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 anything will be better than that. Unfortunately, though, Hunter Henry, he prioritizes good quarterback play and money. A money we have, good quarterback play. I don't know if Cam Newton has shown Hunter Henry enough. Money makes people sure do does. strange things, Justin, and that is just what Hunter Henry might it do. It sure does. And the, the I, honestly, I, I see Hunter Henry staying with the Chargers, good quarterback if they pay him. We'll see what happens, but there's plenty of tight ends. And, again, any any type of addition is just a big difference. And even a guy like Kyle Rudolph. And they really only have to prioritize some portions of the defense, maybe some linebackers, and we'll see what happens with Van Noy. I mean, Patricia, Belichick, I mean, he just got released. Will he come back? I can certainly see Van Noy coming back. Absolutely. And you look at it, you know, right. for the offensive line, pretty much all set. You just got to lock up David Andrews again. Once you get David Andrews, that offensive line's all set. They were the fourth best offensive line, according to Pro Football Focus, last year. And this offensive line, they're going to be great again. We'll see what happens with Marcus Cannon. He could be a cut candidate. But, I mean, with the Wenu, and they got Trent Brown, they can lock up Cannon, and I don't think Tooney will be back, so that'll be a big loss. So that makes it even more important to lock up uh, David Andrews because I think Joe Tooney might be the highest-paid guard in the league pretty soon. Yeah, I, don't, I have a feeling it's not going to be with the Patriots. It's going to be one of those Nate the Silver Jets, moves. Somewhere the in New York, somewhere warm. Something maybe. like that. I don't see it being with the Patriots. And it, Personally, if I'm yeah, the Patriots, uh, I wouldn't even do it. You know, you got a, you got a good old line. You need to prioritize other offensive weapons. And still, my biggest thing would be receiver. 
and tight end, a pass catcher, a playmaker of some sort. I think with this offensive line and what we saw from Damian Harris last year, I think Damian Harris, a team high, 691 yards, two touchdowns. He only played in 10 games. He surely would have hit 1,000 yards had he played all right. 16 games. I think with this offensive line, I think we can run with Sony Michelle and Damian Harris next year. It just we need some pass catchers and we need some playmakers. Make it easier for Cam Newton. Cam Newton's not going to go out and do what he did with Carolina in 15-16. He's not going to. Hence why the Patriots probably loaded up the incentive. He'll sign it. He's a, you see Cam Newton's Instagram videos. I mean, that guy is as driven as it gets. I admire that guy's hustle. Like, that guy, yeah. I mean, even when the Monday Night Football, when they played the Jets, they showed a schedule. He wakes up at, like, 3.30 and, like, goes, goes to the gym and then goes to practice. I'm like, that huh. guy, he works – Harder than everybody. And all of his teammates, all of his coaches, I mean, you hear them speak of him. They speak so highly of him. And, you know, how he works. First guy in, last guy right. out. But, I mean, there's only so much that guy can do. And I'm excited to see what he can do with the full off season. You know, well, he'll get a full off season. Like, last year, he's kind of thrown in. You know, they were doing off season virtually. I mean, that's pretty damn hard. Learning a new learning a new system. And even for Belichick, yeah, I mean, Bill there. Belichick, you've had Tom Brady for 20 years. Now you're switching to a complete opposite of Tom Brady with Cam Newton and a mobile quarterback. You have to switch the offense around. You're not going to have Tom uh, Cam Newton running a Tom Brady offense. So a lot of adjustments that had to be made nope. going into this last year. And now they kind of get a full offseason. Assuming that they kind of loosen up the um, – the protocol, the COVID protocols, and let them get in person a little bit. Uh, we'll see. I mean, obviously, last year was the heart of the pandemic with all the lockdowns and stuff. Uh, it made total sense that everything was virtual for off seasons and OTAs and whatnot. But I mean, a lot, a lot of adjustments had to be made, and I'm, I'm excited to see what a full off season will do for the Patriots. And again, along with the full off season to tie everything together, the quarterback carousel nowhere. is nowhere near over. You got the draft, you got free agency. You have two franchise quarterbacks, I'd say, in Russell, well, Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson. He's not going Better. anywhere. Nah, nah, he's not yeah, going I anywhere. Know. I don't know. That's what we well, said about no, Tom no, Brady. I think, didn't I think we? there was more of a feeling with Tom Brady than there is with Russell Wilson. I mean, hey, with JJ Watt, well, probably. But uh, with JJ Watt going to the Cardinals, you got Aaron Donald, Chandler Jones, JJ Watt. Oh. Russell Wilson might be getting a little scared with that pass protection he's got. Maybe that's a maybe that's a possible uh, landing spot for Tony. That. that would make good sense. That might quiet uh, Russell Wilson a little bit. Yeah, I mean they they probably got they pay big money for a guard like that. But the quarterback carousel remains to be seen for this year. Obviously, we know where Trevor Lawrence. We know number one, Trey Lance, Justin Fields. I don't know. I really. Because, like I said, you have teams like Philadelphia, you have teams like Carolina, Denver, even San Francisco. Who knows what they're going to do? Right, and Philadelphia Ooh. saying that Jalen Hurts is the QB1, but then they said they wanted to bring in a quarterback to compete with them. There's no loyalty, loyalty in Philadelphia. I mean, let's just put it out there. No loyalty whatsoever None. in Philadelphia. So None. if you think that this is automatically Jalen Hurts' team because he played well at the back half of the season, you're wrong. You're you're dead wrong. I mean, just because they're saying he's the QB one, there's absolutely the city of brotherly love. I mean, seriously, there's not much love in Philadelphia. I I don't want to forget Mac Jones is uh definitely thrown into there, but there's a lot of talent 
in this draft? There is a ton. And I know we haven't really previewed that. I know we're not the best on college football on the podcast, but just looking at this draft, it's even guys like Kyle Trask. Who knows when he – the Patriots wait for a second-round pick for him, for Mac Jones. Does Mac Jones slip to the second round? Kyle Trask, does he slip to the second? I don't – And again, I have no – Again, I, like I said earlier, so you know, just seen. adding a whole nother dynamic to the quarterback carousel is, like you said, those franchise quarterbacks on the market. Uh, Deshaun Watson, Jimmy Garoppolo, Sam Darnold, whoever it may be. Deshaun Watson holds the most leverage, believe it or not, in the free agency or the Houston Texans, rather. I mean, they hold on to Deshaun Watson till the offseason. Everyone's going to have to start preparing for the, next, for the 2021 season. They're not going to be able to keep waiting for Deshaun Watson. Right now, they can wait. And just kind of keep calling about Deshaun Watson. But pretty soon, if they're getting the indications Houston's not moving Deshaun Watson, they're going to have to start focusing on a plan that doesn't involve Deshaun Watson. So the Houston Texans really hold the most leverage in this, in this offseason. In that sense, that you, you know most of these teams are the best quarterback on the market right now by a landslide is Deshaun Watson. Arguably one of the best quarterbacks, or behind Patrick 100%. Mahomes, probably the best quarterback under 25 years old in the NFL. So, he holds a lot of right. leverage. The Houston Texans hold a lot of leverage. I mean, we saw, look at Jer- the Matt Stafford. I mean, how many first-round picks is Deshaun Watson going to go for? And they wanted two star- or starting defensive players, whatever it may be. But, again, I-, I really don't see him getting moved until at least the summer. So, it'll be pretty interesting to see if teams really want to gamble on their opportunity to get Deshaun Watson. And you know what? I'm, I'm happy with this move. I really am. Because you go out and see guys like Carson Wentz with a huge cap hit. You go out and see guys oh, like the, Matt Stafford. You mean the guy? Huge contract, huge yeah. cap hit. That Matt Stafford? Because, because of the weapons, seemingly? I mean, what we're thinking? Yes. 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 You see guys like that making big money that have one, two, three years left. Carson Wentz probably maybe a few more than Matt Stafford. Cam Newton, $5 million, an incentive-based deal. I mean, what? M- how much more are you going to get out of Cam Newton? Or how much more would you get out of Matt Stafford than you would at Cam Newton? And maybe well, say, I am yeah, going to disagree, though. Matt Stafford, Stafford is much, only 33, what, what, and he's done – he, I mean, he's been just there, stuck though? in Detroit. I think if he comes to New England, I think it's similar to what he had in Detroit. I really don't think he gets much of an upgrade. He was looking for an upgrade, and that's exactly what he gets with the Rams. And, I mean – Personally, I think it's between them, the Packers, and the Buccaneers to win the NFC. I mean, that Rams team is going to be pretty damn good. Right, but what's the value in Matt Stafford coming into England? For for the amount? For, you know, 20, $20 $30 million. Right, what you would have had to give given up. I mean, again, he, he requested not to come here. I mean, it, it, it would have been similar to Detroit with the weapons he has now. I mean, really, I mean. If they don't land a pass catcher or a playmaker, are they really going to make uh, a playoff run with Nikhil Harry, Jacoby Myers, aging Edelman, 34 years old, off another knee surgery? Are we really going to make a run? Seriously. I, I... They are going they have, the oh, they're gonna is, make so a they're move. They're going to make a move. There's no doubt. I, and they're going to be aggressive. They have and to, they continue and they to preach to. that they're going to be aggressive. And, and I, I truly believe it. I think coming off a frustrating campaign, and I think it just – Believe it or not, it adds even more salt to the wound. You know, seeing Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski win. You know, you mean to tell me that doesn't motivate those guys at all? You haven't heard from Bill Belichick or Robert Kraft once since that. 
You know, you need to tell me it doesn't motivate them at all. Like, all right, come on. Like, there's some sort of internal race there between the Patriots and between Tom Brady and the Bucks. I mean, there has to be. I'd say so. I mean, it's clear that Brady was frustrated and so petty that he had to resign for another year. Clay, Cam Newton, sick Tom Brady, right? All days, Classic. I mean, that guy always needs the, the spotlight. Hey, he resigns, and yeah, actually, yesterday it didn't really get as much uh, publicity. But Rob Gronkowski, I mean, probably because it was expected, but Rob Gronkowski was on TMZ Sports, and he said he was definitely coming back. He said he was having fun, and he said even if they didn't win the Super Bowl, he would have come back. Um, so it's hard to believe he won't be back with the Bucks. I think Bruce Arians has to keep uh, TB12 content, especially when he uh, Rob Gronkowski gets two Super Bowl touchdowns. So, um, but definitely, definitely a classic Tom Brady move there. Resigning on Cam Newton's day, or birthday, Cam Newton's day. You kidding me? It's Jaworski's day. I know that's me. That's me. But like I said, carousel remains to be seen. Cam Newton will be playing football for the Patriots this year, and I'm not ready to commit that he will be the starting quarterback because he's still got a lot of time. And this is going to be an off season like no other. And you know what? You know, it's still, especially, I mean, and you know, it still that leaves to be, uh, remains to be unseen is Stefan Gilmore. I mean, what's going to happen with him? We saw what JC Jackson did last year. I mean, are they going to bring up Kyle Duggan, kind of give him an increased role? I don't know. There's going to be a lot of moving parts, and I really, I really can't wait to see this thing unfold. I am too. Alex, you want to go? Me too. I'm excited. Then, they're no, not they gonna, can't. We cannot go seven and nine again. I mean, again, the, the schedule's a lot easier. I mean, you get a whole off season of preparation. You have all this money in cap space. They're gonna make a move. Things are gonna be better. They are. And we'll see. We'll see what happens when they release the schedule in about mid May, so. I believe it was. But Alex, you want to go ahead and plug the socials? I sure will. So you can follow the Redline Sports Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow us on Instagram at Redline Sports 617. And be sure to keep up with all our live tweets, different whatever we're tweeting about nowadays on Twitter, Redline Sports. I'm excited to see what this offseason brings. And I'm uh, excited to see Cam redeem. I want a redemption year. I want to see what he can do with some liable weapons in front of him. And don't forget, before, be, uh, before we really get into the uh... – the heat of the uh, NFL offseason. We've got the NBA trade deadline. We've got it coming. So plenty, plenty, plenty of moves going to be happening. And uh, you know what? The past 13 months, Boston said goodbye to a lot of stars. Jackie Bradley, obviously the most recently one. Let's see if uh, any more depart. Celtics. Right. Right well, the Celtics, but, uh, in, the, hey, in the past 13 months, I mean, what, they lost Ennis Cantor, Brad Wanamaker, and Gordon Hayward. I mean, Gordon Hayward. Uh, I mean, yeah, I Gordon Hayward's kind of one that, like, Hayward, well, he's averaging, what, 20, 22, 23, whatever it may be. Whatever. We're getting off track. Can't wait to uh, cover this stuff this offseason, and we will see you guys next time.